0: Hi, this is Susan Nethercote and welcome to episode 16 of the Studio Insider Art Podcast. This is the final episode of season one and it's a deeply personal one. Laura and I finally open up about our respective healing journeys and the role that our art has played for both of us on the road to recovery. Please be aware that this episode deals with themes of mental health and childhood trauma that may be triggering for some listeners. Thank you so much for joining us for season one. We had such a good time recording this show that we are rolling straight into season two without skipping a beat. I hope you enjoy the episode and I'll see you next week for season two. In these episodes, I'll bring you deep inside my art studio practice and how I run my business as a professional artist. I'll be sharing loads of useful information about my tools, my materials, and of course, my mindset. But most of all, this podcast is about the ups and downs in this rather crazy life as a professional artist. So welcome inside my studio. I hope my journey can help you feel a bit more at home in your own. In this first season of the podcast, I'll be coaching my good friend and studio assistant Laura Day through the process of preparing for her first solo exhibition. We talk about everything from how to finish paintings and a cohesive body of work, to finding your own style, to wrestling with all those big emotions that come along with putting your art out there into the world. There is something here in this first season for every emerging artist. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. We are up to the final podcast episode for this season one.
1: Woohoo. Hi, Hi, Laura, all. how are you? Hi,
0: I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. We have been sitting on this episode topic forever. You've been alluding to it, too. We've, we've both been alluding to it, I think, for quite some time, and we thought that this was the perfect place to finish off on this episode which is around the healing journey that both of us have had Mm -hmm. with our art. Because we've, I think, talked about it probably nearly every episode. It's Mm -hmm. our health and well-being has been a touchstone for almost every single topic that we've talked about throughout this series. And we've never really talked about what that picture has looked like for both of us. Mm -hmm. So we thought we'd have a little chat today about... Some of the journeys we've both been on with our health and well-being and, yeah, what that has meant for us in conjunction with an unfolding journey as an artist as well Mm. because it's such an intertwined story for both of us, isn't Mm -hmm.
1: it? And it looks very different for both of us too. It does. But then there's lots of similarities as well.
0: Mm. Mm. So I think... A great place to start would be the, the, the moment that I invited you to come and work for me as my studio assistant was probably a point that we were both at that was really challenging in both of our lives. Yeah, You were coming out of a big healing journey yourself mm-hmm. and I was in the midst of one and very busy with work but needing some help around the studio, but I knew it couldn't be just anyone. It had to be the right kind of person that I knew would understand my limitations at the time and what was going on for me so do you want to start and tell us a little bit about your healing journey and the health journey that you've been on over the past few years
1: yeah um, so I have lupus which is an autoimmune disease and I have what's called systemic lupus which is systemic inflammation essentially and so I was diagnosed in 2010 But I had some serious complications at the end of 2015 and 2016. And I was in and out of hospital and it affected my kidneys. So I have class four nephritis and I required intensive treatment and that included chemotherapy. And it was a whole host of medications. I had to drop out from life completely mm. and just focus on my healing and just living day to day and surviving. My partner ended up supporting me for two years whilst I couldn't work at all. And then, yeah, we sort of reconnected. So as I was coming out um, of that of that period and I started to get more functionality, I was recovering my mental health after being assaulted with all of these drugs mm, that were in my system. Yeah, and I think a
0: lot of people probably don't realise that when people go through a real health crisis, like when you went through with mm-hmm. very aggressive treatments, that that can impact quite mm-hmm. heavily on your mental health.
1: Yeah, so I went through a period of um, depression for many, many months. It probably extended to like a full year. I was housebound. Um, Yeah, I sort of just retreated from life completely, Mm -hmm. but then I started picking up on things and and building up my my mental health and I attended a mindfulness-based stress reduction program Mm -hmm. and started um, meditating started picking up my art a little bit more and then I think that's when you sort of noticed that I was emerging on social media and yeah well you came and saw me actually did I I had when I had that an exhibition
0: yeah that uh, I shared with a friend of mine Ali Shirley Mm -hmm. photographer and you came along and I hadn't seen you for quite a long time and you came along to that and I remember it so well because we, we chatted for quite a while actually and mm. had a really lovely reconnection and you said to me, I think the thing that I've realised after all of this is that what I'm meant to be is an artist. Yeah. Like it was just mm. really you were coming into that realisation that often people have, don't they, after mm-hmm. a serious illness of what's really important to them. Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Yeah, I mean creativity's always been a thread for me but I feel like with my creative um, professional career... I'd sort of hid behind teaching mm. and like I never really pursued like my own personal creative work mm. so yeah I think that's what um I came to the realization through yeah in in my healing journey yeah. mm. and so it's it's just unfolded really
0: organically from there the painting how has that been for you tell us a little bit about how making art again from a place of intentionally allowing that to be part of your healing Mm -hmm. has been for you over the past few years?
1: It's been really nourishing, but it's also been very challenging. Mm -hmm. And it's also illuminated like quite a lot in my life. I feel like it goes hand in hand with my own uh, personal discovery and, and personal growth feel like the creativity is so intertwined and connected to that whole holistic way of like living Mm. Mm. that's so beautiful I love
0: it and what do you think the biggest lessons have been for you from art through that period or just lessons in general what have you learned I mean I know the one thing that I constantly see is and one of the reasons I love working with you is to not not rush forward not try and make things happen too quickly try and stay in rhythm with where our body and our health is at and i mean i've often i often think of you as like my canary in the mind (laughs) if if your if your health starts to decline it's a good indication to me that things are going too fast in the business and we Mm. need to slow it back down Mm -hmm. but what have been some of your lessons that you think you found
1: Yeah, I think that that sort of um, pacing and being like very aware and conscious of your energy and your um, when you're when you're pushing the boundaries of, um, Mm. yeah, too, too much. And I feel like, um, you know, it's just, I feel like it's a deep spiritual connection. Like, I feel like my creativity has totally transformed from my art school days or maybe my teenage years when I was creating I feel like it is so rich and so special to me it's it's like my spiritual practice like Mm. it is my my little time to connect into myself So that's what has emerged from this whole, like next chapter of creativity, like after my health crisis, I feel like it is that beautiful place that I can go to for myself. And I feel like um, it is just like going to yoga or meditating or all of that. Like I feel like it's my extra belt on on my toolkit for mental health and well-being and and just feeling balanced Mm. in myself ah i couldn't have said it better myself (laughs) that's exactly (laughs) what
0: it's become for me too Mm. yeah it is it is i often used to say to a friend of mine who's a really spiritual person that i feel like being an artist is the most um socially acceptable way to be a mystic because for Ah. me the art process is so mystical Mm. in what I experience within it that Mm -hmm. it is like it is like a very deep spiritual practice for me too Mm. or it is when when I'm in it in that beautiful frame of mind but it's equally possible for it to become something that's not that and I think that's one of the things that I continually learn along in my journey as an artist Mm. is when I get off that spiritual path in terms of my art things start to go awry. I just feel like I need to say to everyone that there's a huge wind blowing outside today and I can hear it picking up through the microphone. We've got an extremely hot day here in Australia and it is blowing a gale out there so if you're picking up on that sound and also because it's so hot it's like 36 degrees my computer's really hot and the fan's going. So there's a bit of background noise today. So I hope you can bear with us through that.
1: Mm. But back to um, art as a spiritual practice and then like sort of when things drop off, do you feel like in your life when um, you feel like off kilter, off balance, does that translate into your practice and it does but it does it in really unpredictable ways and the thing
0: that I found with art is it's like an alchemical way for me to transition through really tough times and be able to be in practice with my art and it helps move me through a difficult process mm mm-hmm. and I guess this will probably make a bit more sense if I talk a little bit about my yes. personal healing journey which is kind of a double-edged one um, that i've been going through the past few years and part of that journey is really physical and part of that journey is very emotional so uh going back over over 10 years ago i inexplicably developed like really um inflamed tendons in my shoulders and i ended up having to have a couple of shoulder surgeries over the years and subsequent to that i've had a tendon tear in my achilles and uh, other micro tears through my shoulders and my elbow. so that is something that I've uh, had to continually live with and it's never really been adequately explained medically why my body went into this huge inflammatory response while well, my, my tendons specifically did but what has made sense to me through the journey that I've had is that concurrently with with those these symptoms manifesting in my body and the reason I believe that those those uh, inflammations occurred in my body is because I had some serious emotional stuff that I needed to work through and what that turned out to be for me is working through some early childhood trauma Mm -hmm. so I'm not going to go into the details of exactly what that involved for me Uh, but it was significant and it's had it had a huge impact on me that I wasn't aware of because it happened to me when I was so young that it wasn't within my memory Mm. so uh, in in my late 30s early 40s memories of this trauma arose in me and I had to work my way through that, Mm -hmm. and it was an extremely difficult time in my life and so did painting hold space for you to work through that so the painting actually came about in terms of it being something that I really delved into and explored concurrently with my trauma therapy, which mm. may come as a surprise to a lot of people because um, for anyone that's, you know, followed me on Instagram for any period of time, I had a couple of views there where things just blew up and mm. um, I suddenly was getting heaps, selling heaps of work and getting heaps of commissions and Having this amazing success with my work, while in the background I was actually doing really deep trauma work, mm-hmm. uh, trauma therapy work, uh, with a really wonderful skilled therapist that I've had the honour of working with called Myri Morsi. And yeah, so that's you know I I think of painting for me it was like this gift that was given to me. Mm. Uh, by the universe as a way to work through and physicalize a lot of what I was going through and to bring medicine to myself through the agency of color mm. basically and painting healed me and continues to heal me to, to this day so yeah so and it's been interesting because when i as I've journeyed deeper and through that trauma recovery process the symptoms in my body have all but disappeared and they do re-emerge at times but i find they re-emerge when there's some new piece that comes forward that needs to be processed Mm. so so it's been really a an incredibly magic time in the sense that what i have learned is that you can hold you know what was extremely awful emotional experiences and suffering from things like ptsd which for anyone who's been through it knows how incredibly overwhelming and difficult that can mm. be to be in that emotional space mm-hmm. alongside you know this explosion in the success of my artwork mm. and holding space for those w- and and understanding that part of I think what came through in the work at that time was was that I was able to access something incredibly beautiful mm. out of extreme adversity yeah yeah
1: do you think that because I look at you and I admire you from for being so prolific in your art making do you think because it was your medicine it was like that I binged on it (laughs) yes I did yeah and I find it really interesting that I
0: was really compelled to make very large colorful work because Mm. prior to that in my life when I had my clothing label I used to make clothing in an extremely dull palette. Like it was in Melbourne. So the mm. brightest it got was burgundy or olive green, right? Yeah. <laughs> this was uh. <laughs> this was my color palette mm-hmm. and I was never drawn to bright colors. And mm. when I discovered color and it was really through the suggestion of someone else that wanted a commission in really bright colors that mm-hmm. I opened that door for myself. Yeah. Something in mice in my soul just went yes finally mm. some color mm-hmm. and i think it definitely had an impact on there was there's so much extreme energy when you're working through a trauma process there's so many huge emotions like anger and grief and mm-hmm. they're uh, the kinds of emotions that can engulf you and sweep you under and take you into deep deep dark places which i went to Mm -hmm. for periods of time don't get me wrong it wasn't all sunshine rainbows and paintings like there's been (laughs) some very dark days in that period but i also believe that if you can find a way to channel that energy through your body and find a physical outlet for it because Mm. uh ptsd is an extremely physical experience so it's it's trying it's seeking a physical outlet in your body, which I believe is why art therapy exists as, yeah. which you know about because mm. you work in that arena. Mm. Why that exists is because there is something that happens that's very healing mm-hmm. within humans when we allow ourselves to release energy and emotion through physical and creative expression. Mm.
1: So the work that you were creating um, before was it. It wasn't colourful. No, it was because I. they behind us. Oh, I guess you've got some blues and greens in it. But behind us in the studio, um, Susan's got um, some canvases and the imagery is of birds and trees. I feel like they're a bit more moody. It's very different yeah. to your floral. Yeah. When you yeah when you moved into the floral abstract style. So yeah. was there a point in time like can you? Pinpoint. Well, the point in
0: time was that I had a very large commission project mm. come my way that they wanted to be in really bright colors yeah and
1: so it was like a sign and I said yes <laughs>
0: yeah and you know I think this is one of those things that and it, it's called floral abstract one it's mm. the it is like a really distinct turning point in my work when I went toward painting all of those bright colors and and evolving this floral abstract style that I've since become known for and it's what a lot of my commissions are in that style and and I think there's such an important lesson to that mm. in that in that you can you never know where that sign is going to come from from the universe about there being a direction you need to go in because it may actually be in a direction that initially you may have been repulsed by yeah which I actually would have been yeah prior to that moment because I, I live in a very neutral home, like we're sitting on a linen mm. window seat. I, have, I don't have huge brightly colored canvases hanging on my own walls. So it was hard for me to relate to creating work like that when it wasn't something I wanted to hang in my life. Mm-hmm. But the moment I started painting it alongside that very difficult period of work, working through a deeply emotional time, something it was like something in my system just locked in and went this is it this This is is what you need this is the medicine you need to move through this moment in your life Mm. and and it was a lot of people commented to me about that period in my life when Mm. I was incredibly prolific Mm -hmm. and for a very long period of time despite there being all these physical issues in my body mm. it was like they just disappeared and were irrelevant something kind of ran through my body yeah so it was deep it was a very it's such a spiritual experience and mm. something that is you know I've found it hard to talk about up until now because yeah. I don't know any other way to explain what happened to me at that time. Mm -hmm. But it transformed me and opened so many doorways for me as an artist that I would not have experienced had I not allowed my art making to be part of my healing journey.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Just back to, like, I guess when you're in your um, going through your trauma therapy and like you're in a dark place, like, I feel like for me personally, when, when I hit my slump or I notice that I'm, like, sliding downhill, I, I feel like I can be paralysed creativ- creatively. And I feel like it is, like, very difficult um, to, like, get into the flow. I don't know. It's just – I guess maybe it's just my way of, of coping with things or maybe it, it maybe it is a – it is a block for me well there are things but... that shut us down always mm. and, i mean that can happen
0: because for a couple of reasons so it can happen because you know there's um a depressive energy coming through yeah. and it, that can shut down your creativity sometimes it happens because what you need to do in that moment is not create need to feed off something like this week actually Mm. i had some things come up that i needed to work through and i couldn't paint okay i went and laid down in a pine forest on pine needles Mm. for about three hours on one of the days because i just needed to rest deeply in a way in nature Mm -hmm. which sounds like such a wildly hippie thing to do (laughs) I guess it is really oh it sounds lovely I feel like but I hadn't done I mean I used to do a lot more of that really intentional connecting with nature and allowing Mm. myself to be fed by nature um and I would remembered that this week and I'm really glad that I remembered that that's a, a very powerful tool for me so you know creating output isn't always creative output isn't always what's called for there are times sometimes when you need to reflect or just be quiet and still Mm -hmm. and I think sometimes we're in danger of thinking we have to be productive all the time because it's actually a really pervasive part of our culture to be productive twenty four seven. That's really unhealthy.
1: Maybe that is that overachiever part of me. Yeah, that's we're, that coming yes, out. And we're both real
0: A types, yeah. so we both like are constantly checking in with each other. Mm-hmm. And we're pushing it too hard because we need to achieve. Yeah. So, um, so while that you know that stands out that time when i was producing the, the all of that floral work in that you know a lot of work in what was essentially a very short space of time was what was appropriate for the moment because i had so much energy working its way through my system and so much sorting out that i was doing internally mm-hmm. that it needed a lot of paint and a lot of canvas and yeah. and i also I kind of got on a roll with it in the sense that I was compelled to do it because it was helping me to cope with the enormity of the emotions and it became an alchemical process it was like Mm. I was able to channel that negative energy that was coming up for me and transmuting it into something beautiful Mm. and as I was doing that the landscape within myself was shifting and I was healing so... Yeah, so that's what I'm always talking about when I'm talking about art being a healing journey. It's yeah. that alchemical process that mm-hmm. happens inside of me.
1: Yeah. I felt like I've touched on elements of that, like especially in the lead up to my exhibition like it yeah. was. Yeah. How have you experienced it? Just um I was able to alchemize <laughs> my emotions and like the whole, you know, experience of going through that big challenging process of building a body of work and putting my work out into the world and mm. feeling vulnerable and um mm. all of that so yeah and then the creativity helped in, yeah in that process as well i mean one of the things i love about painting is it's a for me and i know for you
0: as well mm. it's a form of meditation and it's mm-hmm. a, a form of the spiritual practice for us yeah what it does for me is it it gives me a discipline so now that i have kind of i have that pattern in my whole body emotional system that it is possible to alchemize emotions and Mm. transmute them from one to another through the agency of painting yeah now that my system knows that
1: Mm -hmm.
0: when i enter those periods when it gets challenging again Mm -hmm. it's a muscle i've used before so i can remember okay i know i feel really bad right now but I can transmute this into something else. I just need to be with my paint and my brushes mm. and paint intuitively and see where that leads me. yeah,
1: so you've created this like beautiful space for your own like healing and yeah, to be well, with yeah. yourself. It's a process that you build. Mm.
0: It, you become better at over time,, because yeah. once you've done it once, you can do it again, and it mm-hmm. may be different each time, but. Yeah you can use it as a discipline in the sense that a meditation practice Mm -hmm. is a discipline, a container that you can go to to put those negative emotions and work them out, Mm -hmm. work them out with the paint and the color and allow them to do their magic because Mm. they really do do magic.
1: Yeah, so creating a special space for yourself. I mean, when I was setting myself, um, like making a little session for myself in, in the lead up to the exhibition, I'd put my oils on, I'd put a podcast mm. on, and I'd, um, or I'd um, put some beautiful music on. You have your little and rituals. And it was, uh, yeah, my there. little rituals, and then that was like my special time. And, you know, it was,
0: yeah, it was lovely. And it's beautiful to do that. And, you know, I do, I do the same thing. We've got beautiful rose essential oil burning mm. today in honour of the conversation that we're having, which <laughs> is kind of a big deal. I mean, I've mm. never really spoken openly about... I talk a lot about art being a healing journey for mm-hmm. me but I've not really talked about what that looked like for me mm. and essential oils have been a huge part of that for me mm-hmm. and I know they have been for you as well and and as a floral artist having that connection with nature through the oils mm. is, is a really beautiful way of bringing a bit of that magic into the studio but mm-hmm. I guess what a lot of people don't realize is that our olfactory system which is the part of the brain that receives um scent mm-hmm. is one of the most ancient parts of our body and is hugely linked with our amygdala and our, our stress responses and our fight-flight responses and so one of the ways that you can work with emotion, especially really big emotions, is through the sense of smell mm-hmm. because it goes right to that ancient part of the black brain that's going into fight-flight. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I've evolved all kinds of processes in my work with how I work with essential oils um, in my commissions process as well mm. to help me give me an anchor point for the emotion that the person that is asked for that painting is trying to connect with. And, yeah, there's all kinds of ancillary make things like essential oils and, you know, I've got a candle burning, I mm. love having, my my candle burning in the studio as well that connect me with something greater than myself and help me to remember that my art practice is a spiritual practice
1: yeah
0: and a healing practice Mm,
1: yeah Mm. yeah it's so nice Mm. yeah well this has been
0: a really lovely conversation to have today laura yeah
1: it has been really nice Mm -hmm. and thank you for opening up (laughs)
0: thank you too yeah i feel like we've alluded to it so many times Mm. but we've never really gone into the details so please feel free to leave us any messages if you would like to share about a healing journey that you've had in your life throughout we'd absolutely love to hear about that you can find me on instagram at susan.nevercote and laura can be found at laura jane day laura jane day on instagram so yeah we'd, we'd we'd love to engage with you around any stories you might have because we feel like this is a really tender beautiful pl- place a part of the art making process that i think a lot of people can relate to and yeah we just wanted to have a conversation about it mm mm-hmm. yeah and this is also our 15th and final episode mm. of season one of the podcast. Oh, it's been so lovely. Thank you so much for joining me for this journey, Laura. I've totally loved every conversation we've had together.
1: I know, me too.
0: It's been beautiful. Who knows? Mm. I'm sure you'll be on more in the future because... Mm. I just love our conversations and where they go to. Mm. And, yeah, we will be back with Season 2 before too long at all, and we really look forward to sharing with you what we have in store there. But until then, take really good care of yourself.
1: Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks for tuning in to the Studio Insider Art Podcast. You can always see more of my art over at SusanNethercote.com. And if you're interested in learning from me or checking out the podcast notes, you can find those over on SusanNethercoteStudio.com. I love hearing your comments and feedback, so feel free to leave a review on your preferred podcast platform. And if you like what you're hearing, then why not take a screenshot of this episode and share it in your Instagram stories be sure to tag me at susan.nethercote so I can say hi. Catch you next time.